0: Well, what's going on, everyone? Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, Friday morning as we broadcast from the Borgata, the beautiful Borgata in Atlantic City. Wonderful to be with you today and wonderful to be here after a thrilling, and I mean thrilling, 76ers win last. And I hope it gives people a sense of optimism for the remainder of this season and the possibility of the Sixers doing some damage come playoff time. We'll get into that, of course. The Flyers basically an afterthought, but they do play tonight <laughs> against Montreal. Eagles all season. We will cover it in great detail today. Outlook for 2023. Phil's have their first game tomorrow. Exhibition against the Yanks. So a lot to do and all of it with you. Again, as we broadcast from the Borgata, we're right outside the Gypsy Bar. and You can hop aboard the phone lines 215 592 9494. Richie Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello, John.
1: Marilyn Monroe's first job when she was 18 years old, was building drones for a company called Radio Plane, working 10 hours a day. Th- these were drones uh, that she sprayed with fire retardant.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. That's a, that's a little weird right there. Yeah. First a, job,
1: Marilyn Monroe. That's Moreau. unbelievable. Spl- yeah. Wait, I have a question. Radio Plane drones with fire
0: retardant. What? But what were drones then? Because, right, like when I think of drones, yep. I think of like a remote-controlled, tech-savvy thing Ritchie? that clearly didn't exist then. We're talking like the 50s
1: or the 40s. What do you yeah. got? Uh, just guessing they were drones that <laughs> were used
0: in wartime. Interesting. A different a different type back in the day. Hmm. All right, let's get to it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 592 Of course, Rhea and Devin with us, Joe to camera, John Rich, as we broadcast from the Borgata, we'll get to the Sixers. It was an awesome win last night. If you want to hop aboard the phone lines, please do. That was a uh, that was great. I mean, that that really was. Uh, you Did know, it I, help you? Uh, well, listen, I've been higher on the Sixers than a lot of other people. No, I, but I mean, help helping you get over the Eagles. Uh, no. No, he was lost the Super Bowl. He was lost the Super Bowl. No, I mean, no, no, no. Sixers can win a no! title, and the Eagles still gonna have lost Super Bowl. It's still gonna hurt the heart. But it was good to see the Sixers. Look, they've they've been winning. They've won more than two thirds of games now this year. That's that's impressive. They're and they beat a good team last night. So we'll get into that. You want to comment again, Embiid? While he struggled offensively, he really starred. Really starred defensively, and uh, all of it on the table. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Now, John, the Eagles here. Let's get into this all season sort of outlook for twenty twenty three because you know we have spent and Rhea just alluded to it so much time talking about the Super Bowl and rightfully so. I mean Eagles lost the Super Bowl, it's a huge deal. By the way, we'll be talking about it for fifty years. However long all of us are gonna live, we're gonna talk about that game the rest of our lives. But there is a season up ahead and there is a chance of the Eagles obviously having a fantastic team again. And and John, as we kind of look at the outlook. I mean you got free agency, you got the draft, you got some decisions, they got to hire some coaches um, yeah, I will say because I'm curious where people stand on an optimism level or concern level moving forward. I mean, I'll say this. Count me on the record as we kind of launch the off season, John, count me on the record as concerned. And it doesn't mean the Eagles shouldn't be good. They should be good. I think at the very least they will be good. But to, to replicate the level of greatness that they had, I'm not going to call it impossible. That would be stupid to say, but it's highly unlikely, John. I mean, you know, the Jalen contract is going to hurt. The free agent departures, some of them are probably going to pierce. You know, losing two coordinators and having to replace them, that's tricky. I mean, you got a yes. fir- you got a first-place schedule, which, I mean, a- and nine games on the road, and we, we know because we see the graphic almost every NFC East game that's ever put out there. Yeah. No team in the NFC East has repeated as division champs. Forget, forget conference champs. Division champ has not been repeated since 2004. Plus, you got the Super Bowl but hangover I, possibility. You lose. I mean, John Okay, talk to but me here. those teams, those teams
1: in 04 were, you know, 03 4 They were that good. Yes, a team hasn't re- repeated as NFC East champ since Andy Reid was here. Yep. Since I was playing for the Eagles, since like early Andy Reid.
0: It's a long time ago. Okay, that's a long time ago. But the reason
1: they were able to do that is because they were a solid team led by a uh, young quarterback who had the goods. Jalen is that guy. Jalen is legit. We we are going to be yes. The schedule is not as cooperative, but we have every opportunity to be just as competitive next year as we were this year. It'll be tougher uh i i think we can be as good i think our quarterback can be better
0: yep. uh, he, he of could, course he, he can he, be better he could
1: be we watch the way it matters to him we watch the way he says you either win or you learn i believe he learns I I I do believe we still have a window where Howie does not have to sacrifice all to sign Jalen Hurts this year. You've still got a bit of a window where it's you know you're offsetting some of the big money until 2024. That helps us and and we can structure him so that 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 money kicks in in 2024. Uh, our coaches, yes, they just got schooled in the Super Bowl, but. I, I understand we don't know exactly who those coaches will be coordinator wise, but I think that Nick Sirianni will be more experienced and more uh, ready the next time, and, and that he will have his coaches more ready. Jalen Hurts, third year in the offense. That's something. Remember, same offense. Yeah, same offense. Made, yeah, which same is, offense. Which made is a huge. huge deal out yeah. of that. Yep it did look different because he had that familiarity yep. this year 3 years is better than 2 joe yeah it is this guy this guy is this guy is who everyone wants and we have him we're going to sign him i believe we'll have a window where we can still sign those other big name players what about just trusting in howie i I understand. There, there were times in the in the past several years yeah. where I was not on that list.
0: See, that's an interesting one, John, because he that has yeah, turned I mean, things around. Well, he has, but he's done it before and then slunk back. And you and you guys know I'm a huge I'm a, I'm a Howie guy. I mean, I, I think he's a fantastic GM, but he's far from infallible. He's got his work cut out for him. He will be able to retain some of these dudes. There's no question. He's some, a
1: top-notch NFL executive. Yes, he, he has been Executive of the Year. He. He performed like that this last season. What about the fact that we'll have a different likely more aggressive defensive yes, coordinator? That's what that's my biggest yeah. thing. I'm so loving that. That helps. Yes. It's that's huge. a that's a huge positive I, well, I, mean, I, guess- I expect to be more aggressive. I expect to sell out and send extra defenders more next year. I like the way that makes me feel.
0: Nacobe Dean gonna be able to hold up?
1: Uh, he's going to have to, I mean, but, and, but no, he's, he's talented. I think I do believe with the it was, it was difficult for him to pick up some of what they were asking him to do. He's got more experience. You know, it'll be his second year in the NFL. There's no question. You're more comfortable. Your second
0: year, you understand more what it's all about. Milton Williams, Jordan Davis. They, I mean, you're going to lose some dudes. And when, yes. you, and when you do some other guys better be ready to really play prime roles. And I'll say this. I thought Nicobe Dean, in the very limited way we saw him, I thought was a disappointment. I thought Jordan Davis was a tremendous disappointment. Very much so. I, yes, thought, Milt, he was. I thought Milt Williams took a step backwards. If they lose Bradbury, that cornerback they drafted two years ago, what's that guy's name, McPherson? Exactly. I, I don't know anything about what his capabilities. Now, look, maybe that's the 10th pick in the draft, and they draft someone. I mean, maybe. I get it. But we do have ten and the, thirty in the first round. I yeah, love which a cornerback at ten. I mean, it's you a real, need a cornerstone. It's a real yeah. possibility. I mean, it's a prime position. The Eagles have valued it going on for about two decades now. I mean, these are the things obviously rattling through Howie's mind. Look, the good news is when you look toward next season, I mean there's multiple things for good news. First off, you start off with a team that, that just went, you know, fourteen and three. So obviously fundamentally you got a great foundation. One aspect that's good news is the offense should hump. I mean, I know they're going to have to change the coordinators and all, but the coordinator. But you basically have the same offense back. You have to figure out: Is Quez Watkins still a wide receiver? No. no. And, <laughs> and is Miles Sanders still your running back? No. Probably I don't think not. So. No. But the main meat and potatoes to of this offense: Jalen, yeah. the offensive line, probably AJ Brown Jergens at right guard, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. I mean, you are stacked and you are set. And so we should all feel really good about that. But the defense, I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, because of the Gannon thing, there's like uh, the defense was our dude, biggest problem dude, this year, John. and that's and they they about to change. Second in the NFL in defense, and that is about to change. And they ain't going up to one. They're going down. I don't know how far down they're going, but they're going down. You can book it. They are not going to finish second or first next year in defense. I don't care who the defensive coordinator is. There's is no way they finish top two because they're going to lose – Prime players. They're not going to finish top two
1: also because of the, the talent that they're going to face, the schedule.
0: Well, there's that I mean, that's, that's a big yeah.
1: aspect of it. It
0: is. Look, let's go to the phones. I mean, as you kind of size up this offseason, that includes free agency, that includes the draft, that includes replacing, you know, obviously coordinators, trying to maintain culture trying to not have a hangover from a Super Bowl loss. I mean, all the complexities of that. Obviously, you want to have your culture be the same. And I, I do trust Sirianni and Jalen to keep, you know, everyone's head, you know, screwed on straight. I mean, they, they, are, they are great leaders. As a coach goes and as a player goes, I think they have rock-solid leadership with Sirianni and Hurts. But they have challenges up ahead. Uh, curious kind of how you see this thing playing out. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you are as optimistic as you were, you know, let's call it two months ago about the Eagles' greatness, or as you look toward 2023, is it going to be really hard to replicate that? That plus the Eagles – excuse me, that plus the Sixers. We'll get into the fills with spring training and more. Let's kick it off as we broadcast from the Borgata today with Mike in Douglasville. Hi, Mike.
1: Hey, how you guys doing?
0: Doing great, Mike.
1: So, uh, there's a lot of things
0: that need to happen this offseason. I mean, we can all understand that it's going to be huge. One of the things that's starting to concern me is, why is it taking so long to find a defensive coordinator? Well, I'll give give you the answer. You want the answer? Because they obviously don't like what they have in-house, and they're going to seek out someone outside. They also perhaps got a little bit caught with their pants down if they thought Gannon was staying, which, according to Gannon, was his mindset while he coached the Super Bowl. So they may have de-throttled a little bit on the – on the defensive coordinator search, not to mention, let's be real, Sirianni, who's the main guy that has to make the hire, was, you know, really busy in early February trying to prepare a team for a Super Bowl. So it was not his top priority. Some of the top some of the top candidates were off the board because they were hired by teams who were eliminated as soon as the regular season ended. I do think, There's a whole combination of reasons there.
1: You know, uh, I – That's, that's d- tough, man it does hurt that vic fangio took the job with the miami dolphins considering I, he was here i yeah, yeah. i absolutely believe that the he plan, thought that Gaddon was going to stay yeah, plan yeah. was okay let's bring vic fangio in we're going to have him be an advisor during training camp we're going to keep him in that front office and then when who knows what will happen but we'll have vic fangio a tried and tested dc in this league And he ended up, because of the way that the season stretched on, he took a different job. That left us in the lurch to some degree. See,
0: Mike, and if you remember, this is somewhat similar to what happened after 2017 when Frank Reich was not going to be the Colts coach, but then McDaniels backed out. Reich is a late addition to the Colts as a a head coach. Now you're scrambling for an offensive coordinator. All the main guys have been hired, and away we go for what was a three- to four-year odyssey of trying to get the right coordinator. I mean, that's one of the detriments – to advancing far in the playoffs. Do you
1: think one of the things they're thinking about in getting this defensive coordinator is not a guy who's so young and up-and-coming that he's a one here one year and then gone, just like, you know, Gannon here for two years? Stry, you know, somebody that maybe will stay a little while? Could
0: be. I mean, yeah. I mean, you try to find someone who's a little less hot, yeah, a yeah. little less, you know, the next big thing. It I hope does, they go for someone like that, someone a little bit more seasoned, someone who's going to stay for a while. I mean, John, you've wanted sort of, I mean, the Grizzly veteran more on, I think, defense, I Fuck. guess, especially. Vic
1: Fangio <laughs> is who I yeah. wanted, and he's not going to do it. These other names, Chris, uh, Sean Desai, Chris Shula, Jesse Minter. You know the Vance Joseph was a big name. Yeah, These I, li- I like them. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. See here's, know. here's the, the thing: Vince These are not tested came names. in
0: to advise before the Super Bowl, right. apparently, and yeah. like, what did he do? Because we saw the defensive Didn't performance work. against the Chiefs. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the reality is this: I'll, I'll say this. There's a lot, and there's, there's this is tried and true through the years in the NFL. There's a lot about when you have success that various aspects, either the league creates or circumstance, it strips you of your greatness. If you have a great team, you have free agents. You don't have the cap space to sign everybody. Some of them go elsewhere. You get a late pick in the first round. You get a harder schedule. It's, it's harder to hire the best coordinators because the worst teams hire them first. I mean, there's a whole sequence of things, and the Eagles are in that vortex right now. And that is part of why I believe it'll be, I'm not going to say impossible, but damn difficult for them to replicate the level of greatness next year.